Look in the eyes of my brother Without shedding a tear for my brother I really want to try for my brother Cause I truly do feel for my brother Yo! What it is, what it do, Jim Shoe. Uh, what, what's that Lupe? Uh, I, uh, what's that Lupe song? I saw it on TV. I was going to buy a CD. That I bought came with a CD. They said, "Go and buy the DVD." Yeah. DVD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, what's going on? Uh, welcome back to yet another episode of the informally honest podcast man we've been getting a lot of love from uh from ho- home homegrown folks back in gi and we want to a thank lot. you all for listening uh thousands yo a lot yo <laughs> <laughs> i got so much fan mail you can't see y'all i got so much fan mail it's right here you can't see <laughs> Looking like santa no. Uh, we want to thank y'all for joining that. us again. Very much so. Very much. So. I want. To, I want to. We, we always show. Want, want to show the gratitude first and foremost for any intro for anything else. You know, just saying thank you to everybody that's been listening, that's been giving us feedback, sending us uh, messages, telling us how much they're enjoying it. We want to thank you, thank you, thank you. Here at the Informally Honest Podcast, we pride ourselves on having open. Uh, direct conversation, being forthright, vulnerable, and most of all, honest. Four brothers. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I can't help it anymore. I got to do it. If you if you can't see, at least at least one person is going to try to like give a, a number indicator of our of our three principles. Josh, you want a personality. You want a personality, son. Eric, no. <laughs> you know, they don't know about this conversation, Eric. <laughs> oh man. And so uh, we, um, it, it's always funny that they'll try to count it off, but I usually change up what the fuck I say every time. So, that, you know, it fucks up every time. But, uh, yo, we want to thank y'all. We want to welcome you back. And it, it's it's still crazy times. Uh, although the news is trying not to, you know, show it, protests are still happening. Uh, actually, larger protests are happening. Worldwide protests are happening. But because there isn't a, a negative way to spin it, uh, you know, the the Western media system is not promoting it anymore. And so I just want to speak towards that. Fellas, what y'all seeing? What you feeling these days? I'm feeling... Uh, <laughs> I'm, don't, don't all jump in there at once. <laughs> Personally feeling... Feeling... Feeling uh, a little more encouraged than, than I was, but mm. just... Not not much has changed. Just uh, feeling 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 decent. Moving along. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I'll Good. go because I'm feeling similar. Like I'm I'm feeling uh similar. However, I would say a little more encouraged too, just because I went to two protests uh last week with my girl, mm-hmm. and uh, it was literally us and probably four hundred other people. And I don't know how many times I've been in a crowd with 400 other people seemingly um, like, well, not seemingly, well, it, it was for sure peaceful and every, every, everybody who drove by was honking in solidarity. So it's just like being with that many people with the energies that high in one direction and still peaceful. Um, 
it does something to you. You know, it was it was good to feel. So, so. AJ, yeah, how you yeah. feeling? Yeah, I feel good. Um, so, okay, so I have a, a quick story, and I know everyone's in good spirits. Uh, and that's great, but I just need to tell the story because, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> if you got to post the story, go for it. Man, it's just like, you know, as we see like the world, a lot of the world, not everybody, but as going, you know the right direction or if so it seems there's you know there's still people that still need there's still people that need to be informed and schooled and even though I feel like that's not my responsibility sometimes you have to do it anyway yeah so uh earlier this week I want to say maybe like two or three days ago um this guy that I work with and to give you reference he's a he's about, I think he's about 20 21 uh 2021 uh and then, so yeah, he's he's a young guy. Uh, I I don't think his race matters, but I guess he sort of does in this situation. He's a Caucasian fellow. Uh, so anyway, so we have a, a new hire. Uh, he's like I don't I don't I haven't met him formally yet, but I've just seen him. Uh, he's a a black male, young black male. Seems I mean that's all I know about him. So <laughs> that's that. Mm-hmm. So me and the my co-worker uh i'll call him steve so so me and steve you know we're just kind of like in the same vicinity or whatever and he's like hey have you seen that new ghetto kid we got i kind of paused for a minute i was like what i was like i saw the person you you're talking about but what makes him ghetto like i don't you know like mm-hmm. i knew what he meant obviously right. but i was just trying to play like the the dumb like hmm, inform mm-hmm. me what you mean and he's kind of just like kind of he also paused for a minute like how do I play this? Then he was like, I don't know. I just, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not really sure, sure what you mean by that. And then he was like, uh, well, I've seen him around. He he hangs out with like uh, my brother's friends or something like that. And he, he was trying to figure out like a, some, a way to like, I guess, explain himself. But it really didn't work. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Because I, I saw the guy myself and he didn't seem any more unusual than the next guy Mm -hmm. he's like yeah i didn't mean anything by it i was like oh but you did so that ended yeah so Mm -hmm. i didn't i that ended right there and i was like okay whatever we we went our separate ways but i kept thinking about it and like 10 minutes later i was like i got to talk to this dude because that actually isn't the first time that we've had a a little situation like that um Mm -hmm. a couple months ago actually the first day that we ever even work together and he worked at the same company or whatever but we had never actually worked together so this is the first time i ever met this dude and he thought it would he thought it would be okay to drop an n-bomb just like casually in conversation like now he didn't say it in a derogatory way he it was like he, he was just saying it he was like, and i was like yeah you can't say that around me <laughs> i was like i don't care what you say at home or you know with your friends but you you, you won't be saying that around me He's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean it like that. I was like, okay. So anyway, so that's two, that's two moments. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to talk to this dude because he, he thinks, I don't know who he, who he thinks I am. <laughs> like, um, you know, not one of his little friends. That's black. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I was like, hey, man. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, we, we, we need to talk. And I was like, I mean, I was very brief. I was like, we've been working together for a few months. 
and this is the second time you said some racist stuff. And I was like, you got one more time. I, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you got one more time, and then we might have a problem. And then, you know, we, we went our separate ways or whatever. And we're cool. Like, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to just have this hate or, or mm-hmm. whatever towards this dude. But yeah. it's like, it's just like, I, th- I think people get so comfortable. Um, I'm not, and that, this could be maybe his friend group. Maybe it consists of a mixed crowd and maybe everyone's okay with what, whatever he says. But it's, I think, I just think it's important that people realize what's wrong and what's right and the stuff that you can say, especially in a work environment, because you don't know yeah. who you work with. So like, maybe this is okay at your house, but like the fact that he's so bold and like, just thinks like, oh, this is okay. This guy isn't gonna, you know, this guy isn't gonna be affected by me saying these things. And it's crazy because as we know, I work in Maryville, right next to Maryville is Gary. You don't know what my mentality is. Like I, right. I could be some straight up, I mean, he probably could tell cause I'm not, but, but <laughs> I'm saying though, the first day we ever worked together, he didn't know me. So mm. he, he don't know what I could have been thinking, you know, or capable of, or, and it's just crazy that someone could be that bold, I guess, or ignorant mm. or so I, in, in this piece <laughs> by saying, I just, I think it's important that we don't let stuff slide because a lot of people, um, a lot of people think it's okay, and it's not. So uh, even today with everything that's going on, people still aren't like thinking before they, they say something. So that's it. That was oh, long. Man. Thank <laughs> you. No, it wasn't long. Uh, appreciate you for sharing that. Um, formally and informally, fuck that dude. Uh, <laughs> and sorry you went through that. Uh, stupid ass people and their microaggressions are one are just one branch on on a very large tree that uh that's the bane of our existence in this goddamn country and so i i i feel you on uh yeah man i sympathize empathize yeah and personally i'm fine i I wasn't like oh man i'm gonna have a bad day because of this i'm I'm completely fine not even yeah not even even that yeah it's just frustrating it's like dude really (laughs) like are you have you not learned anything from like any, at least the last two weeks? Like maybe I should just cool out, <laughs> just not say anything racially motivated. But at work. but uh, but white folks and selective ignorance, especially if you uh, not to, not to make any kind of prejudgments on him or his political views or what have you, but selective ignorance is something that's allotted to a lot to a lot of white people or white passing POCs that. It's just to a part of their everyday practices that they even amidst all of this, even when it's directly in your face, as it always has been, they get to have cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else you want to say toward that, Adam? Uh, the only thing I'll say is I think that this is my opinion. I think that we have a responsibility to not let microaggressions slide because people will test you and then they will keep saying stuff like oh i can go a little bit further and go a little bit further because i saw that a lot when i was in the military and people people would say like racist jokes all the time and they felt okay saying it because they they kind of were under under the comfort of 
it's a term that we often use in the military is called hiding behind the uniform. <laughs> and essentially what that is, is they know that ain't nobody going to swing on nobody because that's just, you're just going to be in trouble. So like they know they can say what they want. They know that they can do this and that and nothing's going to happen to them. Um, just because people were, were very anti-confrontational until we got off base somewhere, then it's a different story. Then they're not going to try that. <laughs> Cause I, wanna... I've had a I was going to say, do you want to explain like microaggressions to the people who like that yeah. whole term and, and how it's used in this uh, time or whatever? Sure, I can pull that's, up back. Yo, that's a, uh, I think that's a good idea because I'm not even sure I know what the, what the word <laughs> microaggressions mean, if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, microaggressions has been defined as a brief and common daily verbal, behavioral, or and environmental communications, whether intentional or unintentional, that transmit hostile, derogatory, or negative messages to a target person because they belong to a stigmatized group. Correct. So examples of like, uh, um, you could take a, you, you hear a little passive statement that doesn't uh that may not be directly harmful but it's clearly meant in some sort of harmful fashion almost like uh you can say comp assaults or microaggressions or like uh anytime a, a black woman hears oh you're cute for a dark girl mm-hmm. they hide they hide the the oh i don't think darker people are uh are beautiful attractive etc behind oh you're cute so that must be like you're the exception to this bias that I have. Yeah. Like uh for me, like I and I don't know, like and the hard thing is you don't know these people's hearts. Well that one is different. That's a pretty obvious one. But for me, I remember this was years ago. I remember when I was was buying a couch and I was like, where is this going? But I I remember buying a couch. This is like had to be like it was a minute ago. But anyway, so I was going and picked the couch up. And the, and the guy's like, he's like, all right, so are you, are you going to be putting this on credit? Like, that's like, it wasn't even like a credit. You know how most time they actually credit a debit. He's just like, mm-hmm. you want to put this on credit? I was like, no, I got cash. And he's like, oh, and he was like, kind of like shocked. And it wasn't like this was like a, a really expensive couch because it really wasn't. But um, it, it was just weird. I don't know. And like I said, it, it, made the, it made the assumption that you didn't, that you didn't have uh, enough money to actually afford it. Yeah. And it's like, and, and maybe that was since maybe for him, maybe it wasn't that. Maybe that's just maybe he asked that to everybody. I don't know, but it felt weird because when because it felt weird because after I said cash, his reaction to that is what kind of was like the icing on the cake. Cause like, okay, you meant that in a certain way because he didn't accept mm. that. Like, okay, cool. It wasn't like a normal. It's like a very surprise. Like, oh. <laughs> But I mean, that was years ago. But it's just an example. It's a valid example. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all right. Now I have a question then because now that I am familiar with the term, (laughs) (laughs) um, dude, I be seeing so many terms going out. We got so many motherfucking names for everything. I just be like, all right. It all seems like some human drama to me. But we can. I mean, we can put psychological names and terms to a bunch of shit. My girl be. schooling me on two different terms a day uh so I, but uh i okay i wonder would, would this be considered an, an experience i had with an officer would this be considered a microaggression under this term under the uh this 
definition I'm going to ask y'all. Okay. Um, got pulled over because I was I was speeding. I was trying to get home to some booty. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I was, <laughs> I was I was tired as hell. Um, he pulled me over. He was like, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I was speeding, blah, blah, blah. I gave him the whole spiel. Like, I know that I want to get home safely. It, like, I, by, by, by me speeding and risking my life and other people's, I might not even get home at all. We, we went through all that. Mm-hmm. And the next thing he said was, he, he shined the light in the car. He said, he said, this car is pretty clean, pretty empty. You sure it's yours? Would that be considered a microaggression? That's what it kind of sounds like. Or that just blatant yeah. smack in my face. That 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 that's a <laughs> macroaggression. <laughs> <laughs> How can you not be sure that is yours in the first yeah, place? Exactly. <laughs> there, there, there's no microaggression. I think it's mine. Like my key been working. Like, <laughs> like you know. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's not a microaggression. Yeah. That is. That is <laughs> that's just disrespectful. All right. So I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It's, it's clean, is there anything I, wrong with a clean car? Yeah, yeah like, I'm a, I know. I was like, bro. I assumed. That like sometimes things like one word can mean so many like can can span like other definitions or can take on more than just that definition. So I don't know Definitely. if there also is a ma- mic a macro definition and a, <laughs> and a whatever whatever. It's just it's um, just an aggression. <laughs> yeah, but that uh, sounds that a lot like it, it's that's not even a. I'm sorry, but that's not even a good like. He probably thought that was like a bar in his head. Like, man, this car is clean. It can't I be just, his. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah, I can I even just, see if it was like a a pink flowers everywhere. It was like an, obviously like a teenage girl's car. I can even mm-hmm. see that. Like, this doesn't. This probably isn't your car. But a clean car, I feel like that doesn't equal a yeah. type of person. It's just like, oh no, it does not. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, and I should say, I I had other pleasant experiences with officers too. Oh yeah, uh, me too. If I'm gonna give like a, I need to give like the whole thing and not just try to pinpoint one. I, I prefer to give the a full, like a, a better analysis, a well-rounded analysis of it. But this particular I mean, situation, I don't, I don't think, I, I I don't think that all of your experiences with cops were being uh, pigeonholed into that one experience. That would just happen to be that unfortunate experience. Yeah. I, I'm saying I don't know that it was necessary to clarify that, but sure. Well, in the <laughs> I do, and the, and uh, I mean, people generalize. That's for sure. That that True. that is for sure. And uh, uh, so I felt the need. Yeah. Well, but yeah, so that's gonna... that that sounded pretty. That sounded pretty similar. But maybe we'll just call that aggression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, what was it? I remember. No prefix. I was getting back to uh, I was driving back to Glenn Park one night, um, studying. So. We uh we had a late day. Didn't get back until back to Gary until like one o'clock in the morning, maybe one thirty or something like that. Was in Glen Park taking um one of my old students home who was riding with me from Chicago, and I got pulled over three times in less than ten minutes. And, Damn! <laughs> and all of them went. Do you have any drugs or guns in the car? And do you mind if we search the car? And I was like, one, yes. You can't search. <laughs> like, I, I just want to go home. Like, what are you talking about? And all of them were like, uh, like, you didn't stop at the stop sign. I was like, yes, I did. What are you talking about? Like, oh, you were speeding. <laughs> we both pulled away from the light at the same time. How could I have sped? Like, it was, it, it was all Damn. just baseless shit. But because I was a black man. It, 
<laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> no. No, it's just, I know it's not. I'm, I'm just kidding. Hey, I've, I've had something silly too like that, man. I had a, and, all right, this is, yo, I was literally going five miles an hour, <laughs> right? Down a neighborhood. I was leaving a neighborhood. I made like two lefts and a right or something. And the officer pulled me over and I said, my first thing was, hello, respectfully. I know I wasn't speeding. I know I wasn't speeding. No, I, I know I wasn't speeding. And his literally what he said was, <laughs> he said people do that sometimes where like they wait too long to turn their signals on because they want to, um, because they, because they want to like uh, evade the police. He said I turned my signal on like too late to try to trick him into like not knowing where I was going. I said, bro, I'm going five miles an hour. There's no way I'm out. There's no way. I mean, a lot of this was in my mind, me saying this. I did say, officer, well, I was going five miles an hour. How, I couldn't, I can't. I could, I would do I could run faster yeah, than right. this. I could run faster than this, yeah. The fact is so like- You can walk faster than <laughs> I mean, people, people do get scared or spooked or whatever and they, they see, they be like, "Oh, there's the police there. Let me turn down this way." Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But again, that's still, that's still not illegal, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's not. <laughs> I just don't want to be around you. Is that illegal? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and then they say like, and then, and then they say like, "Well, why are you nervous?" It's like because you're you. Have you seen the news? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the current news in, in I mean, our thirty years of life. Have you seen the news? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got a yeah. question for y'all, really quick. How much do you can? How much? Not that it has to have this much credence, but to what degree do we also consider the experiences they've had um, that maybe brought them to whatever unfair conclusion they're making about us in any particular moment, any particular situation? I think that's. I think it's worth being mentioned, but at the same time, I'm not saying it's, it's always it's, fair. But like, how much do you? Yeah, I think. Consider? I think. I think you. I think you do have to take that into account. Now, I, I work with police, the state police, uh, somewhat, and enemy. It seems like <laughs> <laughs> seemed, it seems like the the more veteran ones have that like type of callous, like about them. Like uh, the newer ones are more preserved in in uh they go through the process, you know, like by the books or whatever. Yeah. But all, all of my experiences with them have been pleasant because of the fact that they see, they know me and they see me that that's what I think it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's kind of hard. Like when, when a cop is coming up to you, you don't know if they're new or old or what's their position. So it's like, ideally, I mean, like they didn't have no no reason to pull you over, but they like the fact that they pull you over like that it shows you something already, you know that the fact that you didn't do nothing is telling you what kind of how they are how they about to go into this yeah so uh, I'm not sure exactly where I was going with this, but <laughs> one of the one of the things that i i I think that's important is that they need to be taped, man. Like, even though they still doing this shit while they, while they taped, it's like, it, 
it te- it tears down like a that that uh that authority not not that they don't have some type of authority but that like god level authority that they carry yeah but 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 my main point was that the veteran ones to me i usually observe them that act that act kind of crazy like that all right yeah so but I, uh, but yeah. but to answer your question it is it's kind of hard to give them leeway in the whole situation because that's their job and that's what they're supposed to be trained to do so it's like you got one job <laughs> and you got to put your personality aside you got to you got to put your pride aside and and you do your job <laughs> that's I, I hear that i think that sounds like an impossible job right now then by what those standards that? to me but putting your pride aside um handling putting your ego aside i think handling handling yourself as a human being and while on the job without 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 being without being angry you don't get the you don't you don't get the yeah that's what i mean <laughs> but here here's one perspective that i heard recently that uh kind of directed a little uh directed my thoughts a little more than they already were and uh uh uh, another podcaster on a much grander scale was talking about uh he has a military friend and he said uh, uh, a really particular thing happened when they were in iraq where their uh their their higher-ups told them no more busting in guns blazing we're trying to win minds and hearts so it puts you in a little more danger, but it changes the societal pers- uh, point of uh, perspectives of you, like point of view of you, because now everyone's not considered a threat. And so it's, yeah, it's a thing of how is it, how is it that that can be allotted to people over people you are at war with when it's not allotted to your own citizens and I'm supposed to care about how you're faring when too often I'm seen as a threat before I ever open my mouth, before I'm ever interacted with in any way. I, I'm supposed to consider your your past and everything when you're the one with the gun. Yeah, I mean, that's I can definitely uh, speak on that part. Like, it's it's so interesting because the, the rules of engagement as far as how mm-hmm. military troops are to treat the the enemy essentially there it's way different like now how much they actually adhere to these rules I don't know but I do know for a fact that we're technically like say there's a guy with a gun you can't shoot him you can't you can't shoot a guy with a gun until he aims it at you and starts shooting now, does that happen? I doubt. I doubt it. <laughs> but it, it's written. Yeah, that sounds now. crazy. Yeah, it, it's written <laughs> that if there's if there's a guy that you believe is a threat and he has a gun in his hand and it's walking towards you, you cannot shoot him. But a police officer, they can shoot you if you if they think that you're re- you're reaching for a gun. Even if they just told you to get your license or registration out and you go to reach for it, they can right. shoot you. <laughs> like. He reached too fast. Like what? I'm just getting my. 
license. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. But I, yeah, it's crazy. I do want to say really quick that I'm not in any way <laughs> by playing devil's advocate, which I do with myself all the time. It's no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's no different. Ask my girlfriend. She hates it. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm just asking you the same questions I would ask myself. Literally. I'm like nothing more. I'm not being over. I'm not doing this just because you're you. I literally do this to myself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not condoning any of the stuff that's going on right now. I feel you on that. I'm on in that. no way am I condoning any just because I'm asking. Don't want nobody get this. Not not y'all, but the viewers, the two, at least the one or two million viewers. Because I can't remember anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't want none of them to get the, to, don't get the wrong idea. Sometimes when you when you ask a question that disagrees or have any other opinion, somebody assumes that yeah that you completely agree with the other side. That is not mm-hmm. the case. Yeah, I uh, actually that happens with uh Trevor. You know what? Like like people that don't watch him on a like all the time, they might mm-hmm. see a, a clip of him asking a question, and it might be like a, a question maybe a right wing person would ask, but he's not asking the question because he believes in it. He's asking it because this is something that an individual in this position would ask you, and I want the audience to hear what your answer is. Right. And then we I'm going to come back to you with. Response. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's he's really fair. good at doing that. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's a good way to it's a good way to ask questions to people because yeah. because if the answer is ridiculous, then. Now we all know how ridiculous it is. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Yeah, man. And I just want to like, I mean, this might sound idealistic or whatever, but this is something what I would want somebody to do for me because I, I, I have, I've, I've been angry enough to kill for sure, hundred percent. I've been angry enough to kill, no doubt about it. Um, I've, no, I'm, I'm, I'm for real. I'm just saying, like. I'm just like, please don't make that like a soundbite. But I'm not going to ask you. But uh, it's going to be a fake. It's going to be a fake manifesto. Saying, on yeah, allegedly. Yes. I hope this doesn't come out wrong. I know. That, yeah, it, it already came out wrong. I don't, I don't know if you should edit this or not. No, but you um, probably won't be a cop, Aaron. I just yeah. They I just find don't. that clip. Yeah. <laughs> I just. It's gonna be none of your smiley pictures. It's just gonna be that. It's gonna be this clip, you know, after the situation. Damn. But yeah, what I what I'm saying is, I'm like, I will want somebody to always be able to find some human human aspect of me, uh, no matter what. So that's where these questions. That's and I. That's why I ask myself these questions all the time. So when that that's why they would come up also during crazy intense situations and challenging times and shit. I still find myself asking, well, what might have driven this person? How many years of conditioning did it take somebody to come to this perspective in their life and treat everybody like blah, 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 or to make conclusions that are utterly ridiculous? I don't, I, I don't ever I want to forget we, that. I, I think what we're learning is that that's, that's like uh, a very, very, very important job, like is, mm-hmm. is pivotal in our society, like, is up there with teachers and everything else that make a community because is you first of all you got to know the the intent you um the intent has to be good for the police you know uh you got to you got to be able to defuse a situation is a is a lot of things that you have to be good at to be uh, a respectable, decent police out here, and I think that's that's a point that that don't need to be overlooked because 
even though we we are as critical in in it sh we should be of them they they have a lot of thing a checklist that they have to check um the main because you, is that most of the time they ain't doing that they're yeah, not, they're not uh, yeah that's that's what i'm saying requirements. yeah that's that's what i'm saying like they they should they should be screened better yeah and and, and i don't mean like uh a multiple choice test i mean like their, <laughs> their their character and their intent like um how do they deal with with pressurized situations that's what i think i, I would love to see some i would love to see courses that are geared towards like self-introspection saying like what i mean by that is the person getting to know themselves better and aspects of themselves that maybe they're ashamed of or maybe like what what really ticks me off or what really like where am I at emotionally and psychologically right now? And like you know, like how, like how am daily, I like a like a daily type of yo, just uh, like a relationship. Wellness. A relationship yeah, yeah. is a daily effort. These cops have relationships with everybody. This is everybody. this is no this is no different. This is what I would like to see. That to me is real change. That that to me would spark real change, not another um gun course or whatever. Yeah, I think I think, and this might be a complete radical idea, but I, I, I've been a believer for years that cops should have to live in the city they police. I 100%. And I've been that. thinking that. And now I'm thinking not only should they live in the city, they should live in the neighborhoods they police. So it's like, if you want to be a cop and you want to police whatever area in Chicago, Oh, that's where you're gonna have to live. So, <laughs> and and then that's I think that'll make you be like I think well for 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 starters it'll easily help you under at least try to understand why these people are doing what they're doing in the first place. And like I said, that might be a bit extreme, but I, they should at I don't least think it's extreme. They should at least live in the city though, because yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how Chicago works, but I know in Indiana you will see. Hobart police cars parked in front, or you to you like a, a Gary police car parked out in front of a house in Portage or Hobart. Like, so mm -hmm. you're policing Gary, but you're living in Portage and your tax dollars are going towards Hobart schools and not Gary schools. That right. just doesn't make any sense to me. I like that idea, man. Yeah, I feel you on yeah. that. I, I am also, I, I get that and I've had that thought for a while. These days, it's and we could talk about this on another episode, but when um, I just, I hate the entire system. I hate the yeah, entire policing. Yeah. And I, I just can't, I don't have the space to allot that level of empathy for police situations or, or their livelihoods when too much of that system has been built on the destruction of our of our culture, of our society, of our people. And so I just don't, I don't have that, I, I, I don't have that care. And not until, not until black folks especially um, can be able to eat off of a system that constantly tells us that they don't have the resources when, what is it, four, uh, uh, Chicago has a $4 billion cop budget. I don't get that. That's crazy. A year or like, yeah, what is this? 
a, a yearly four billion dollar cop budget. To my knowledge, I could be wrong about that statistic, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that's the last thing I read. And oh, it's only it's, it's thir- yeah, it's like third in the nation or something like that as far as like large cop budgets. Um, they keep increasing. Not- I feel like they their answer is to put more cops on the street. That's yeah, always which their answer. Has never worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bill Clinton's right there. I would Back I would love day. to see I would love to see exactly how where that four billion dollars is going. Like where I think it's to the salaries. What's funny is of the vehicles and all that. I could yeah, I could I, see I could actually see them spending that much money. Like the other day I was and it was it was because of the 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 looting and all that, but I saw literally on one corner, it was about 10 police across from them. It was 10 police. Like they out there hanging out, man. Like, yeah. And I don't think like Adam was saying, I don't think they have ties to their community, that community. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. that means a lot. Like the people don't, don't respect you and you don't respect the people. So right. that's, that's a, that's a formula for, Miscommunication, yeah, uh, and and just chaos. Yeah, yeah, man, man. One thing well, we can all agree on. I'm sorry. One thing we can all agree on that needs to be some serious reform. Shit, something. Yeah, something fuck a reform. Has to change, man. I don't. Even, I don't even fuck about reform. They've been talking about reform for at least twenty years. Fuck but ha- reform. But they haven't done it. They haven't done it. That's but why no- they're still talking about it for twenty years. But no, that's what that's what I'm saying is that we always talk about this. Gonna we're putting we're allocating these funds to police reform. When my point is is that you have four billion dollars. Where the fuck were you put? Why why weren't you putting that money there in the first place? I do agree that uh, that cops are doing a bunch of jobs that they don't give a fuck about. Whether that be uh, stuff that can go to mental health care services, whether that be community involvement, etc. It's just a thing of you're asking cops to do shit that they're not trained to they're not trained to do and that they don't fucking care to do. And they're getting all this money for it when they don't fucking use it for that. And so, yeah, ref- why w- you can't reform a system that was never that that's doing exactly what it was designed to do? I saw this clip of uh, I don't know, it might have been a few years ago, but it was Chance. He went to a community meeting and was talking about that very issue mm-hmm. about how they how their answer is to put more money into the department and hire more police and more units mm-hmm. and all this. I think I remember that. And he was talking about actually investing in the, in the youth, in the community uh, programs or educational, whatever, whatever it may be, whatever ideas people may have, the money needs to go towards that type of thing too. Like, right. Pr- like, like prevention. Yeah. It's like preventative yeah. maintenance for mm-hmm. for a car or something like you got to yeah. do preventative maintenance you just can't you just can't do you reactive know, <laughs> right reactive yeah, stuff like all, like throw them in jail like put more money in reactive. the jail system like but, i mean look at our health our healthcare system reactive too i mean sure you know it's a, a lot of, of shit you set you set up all of this shit to go wrong and then go i guess we'll put more money into uh uh private prisons or that uh, everything that just is new slavery you're like oh we need more police because there's more crime when it's been proven constantly an environment that has more resources and work has less it, crime it make you wonder like are they 
are they more committed to the money they can make in in this whole system or actually you know people with actual lives the former <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're but, right I, I'm 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 past this. Uh, we, let's move on. Let's move on to something else. Um, uh, pink people doing stupid pink shit. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know about y'all. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm laughing because I'm looking at myself in this camera. And I, I do look kind of pink in this fucking camera. It's kind of true. So take I it mean, easy, pal. Take it. Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> By you saying pal, that makes that even funny. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I can't explain how sick of uh, solidarity, solidarity gestures I am when it's all the shit that ain't nobody asked for <laughs> and being constantly told that we can't just do the shit y'all are asking for. I don't give a fuck about... Uh, Aaron Paul and other white people telling me that they that they hold themselves accountable now. I don't give Bro, a fuck. This, this is a long, <laughs> a long. This been around for a long time. That <laughs> that that type of. I'm gonna give you this. Like this a this a little bit of progress, right? Just take this. You know, like like the Confederate flag. I don't know if y'all heard about the Confederate flag thing in NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Like the NASCAR yeah, and. I mean, I know, I know that's their organization, and and it's still progress. But at the same time, it's like, okay, we'll give you this. Like that's how I feel about about a lot of changes they make when yeah. things happen. It's like, gestures. right? Yeah. It's like <laughs> the only other option is us doing nothing. So let's give them a little bit of win, just so they, you know, calm down for a little bit. <laughs> that's how I feel <laughs> that they do, like on every level. Right. Especially like, especially like, uh, like, you know how they give you stimulus packages and stuff like that is like, that's not, that's not addressing the issue, man. Like, no, the issue is Fair much deeper than that. And, right. and people going to take that money and, and do whatever with it. But yeah, I bought the computer myself. After, I'm, I'm definitely right, yeah, taking I mean, that. I'm definitely taking that. Yo. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but it's the thing of like that you can't, you can't do uh, what happens is some minuscule microbial, like a <laughs> uh, uh, level gesture happens. And then they go, but I did something. Right. Is, is <laughs> they, they use it as a pacifier is basically what right. I'm saying. Like, yeah. Uh, I guess that that breeds the question. What would you like to see then? Like, what would you like to see happen? I would like and it started. You like, can't, you can't, it start. No, no. Like, what I'm saying is, like, how would it start? Like, how, how would you start this movement of real change? Right. Receipts. First of all, you can't throw money at problems. Like, as like on do. the contrary. <laughs> you Not can, for you real change. Well, huh? yeah, yeah, go I mean, ahead, they go can. Ahead. They they can, but go go explain. How that how so, that so, how that how that changes the minds of of people? Because one, you put you put money into an education system that stops uh that stops omitting things. Oh no from no, history I'm, I'm I'm talking about how they give individuals money. Oh no no yeah fuck all that. <laughs> that's I'm, talking, I'm talking about like a uh, uh, and and when and when people pledge money to stuff like that, it's still it's still no like education. You said education. Mm-hmm. You. 
the real change comes in the actual education part. Like, what are we yeah. educating? You can put money, you yeah. can buy new books, but what the book's saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that, and that, that's so what I'm saying. Buy a new though. school, but it's still but the, the same no, teachers, saying, it's still though. the same stuff. You you put money into an education system that stops omitting that stops omitting vital information and uh, propaganda for, uh, not propaganda but uh, uh, vital information from the history books that trains people to be the implicit racist that they are. So the That's so so to me that don't equal more money equals you know it is a curriculum is a is is systematic things. Sure, I'm saying to create systemic change, or even with programs about healthcare programs that can uh, that can that can tend to uh, kids, that can tend to uh, vets, that can stop tend telling, to stop killing kids. That college is the only option. I, you know, yeah. stop. I've been saying <laughs> that for yeah, man. You saw how I fared. But that's what I'm saying, though. There's (laughs) there's countless other resources that that people always go, well, no one's doing this thing, but there are organizations that are doing it that are highly underfunded. First of all, we need both of y'all on the board. First of all. (laughs) First of all, that's number number one. All right. I'm I'm not... I'm the time I'm I'm the timekeeper and that's number one. That's agenda number one. Need you on the board. Like like good salaries, proper salaries. Um uh, mm-hmm. but uh, to you specifically, Josh, when you say omitting, are you saying so you're saying uh, white children need new different education also? Because they would be the ones who 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 the, the history would be admitting a lot of shit omitting a I'm, lot of I'm, shit in their education. I'm saying, it's a, saying. well, white kids, white kids make up the majority of the population just because white people make up the majority of the population. I'm saying in a general, in general studies, black, uh, black people are obligated to take black history, but it's still seen as an elective, which we've talked about as you learn about all the white heroes, which is fine because it's a part of, it's a part of history, but there's so many people who contributed to what life is today in very influential ways that get omitted. Hell, even if, even if we ain't talking about um, uh, just the history books, white kids know who Martin Luther King was. They know very little. And there are some parts of the states where uh, they, they know that King Day is a federal holiday and they're told it's Freedom Day so they don't have to teach the kids about King but create false patriotism inside of, inside of their psyches. So there's literally, I'm saying, there's literally no way to, uh, to graduate from high school in this country and not have implicit racism embedded into you. And that ain't just white people because a lot of black and brown folks, especially white passing black and brown folks to some degree have uh, internal racism that they enact every day. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to do that in the mic. I forgot. Shit. <laughs> um, so once what I'm, um, what do they do with this new education that they have? You, uh, it, obviously, it'll it'll afford new opportunities, perhaps um, new outlooks, perhaps new perspectives. Is that what you're saying? And then they can go. How how would ideally would you like to see them utilize this new education, and perhaps how long will it would it take for this new this new evolution of people who are properly informed or better informed? I don't know that I got them kind of numbers because that ain't my that ain't my. Uh, I mean, this is informal. Expertise. I'm just I'm, 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 I'm saying, just responding to what you said. 
it's, it's a thing it's a thing uh, for me to to learn those things about your own history as well as uh you could say your own history for black kids you could say your own history for uh kids who are american citizens or that are dreamers and their parents are immigrants etc to learn what actually made up this country can make a sense of pride in all of uh as uh as people put humanity um of what of its general makeup but if you think that uh your the black history of this country is purely uh um as 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 i've heard people try to say uh it's victimhood it's oh they always complaining when you ain't never worked for nothing or y'all always barely have done anything it's, it's slavery the 60s rosa parks uh and Mal and rosa parks malcolm x and martin and here and o now obama and then today that's all the black history that them kids are even getting, that most kids are getting. When, you know, we, uh, you talking about Carver, you talking about Marcus brother Gar man that invent the cell phone, Marcus Garvey, you're, like there's, there's too many people who contributed to things that people use to this day. Or, Magic Johnson. Uh, huh? Magic Johnson. Well, I said, well, I said Catherine Johnson, but him Catherine too. Catherine Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Magic Johnson cured. Yeah, Magic Johnson cured AIDS. Yeah, man, you know, he cured, he came, up, came up with the cure to AIDS. Because <laughs> let's put let's put it like this. Um, uh, Aaron, do you know who Henrietta Lacks was? Uh, no, I do not. Does anybody know who Henrietta Lacks was? But but that might be the, but that might be the pink in me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm saying we we, we we all we all came out of the same educational system. Gary Community School Corporation. Fuck you to this day. I say that <laughs> as you are my employers, but we might need to omit that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I I I only put it in that way of they had their own faults too. Henrietta Lacks is a woman who, um, and correct me, uh, correct me if y'all know that I'm saying something wrong, but she, uh, her, she died of cervical cancer. But in the midst, uh, in the midst of her uh, testing, they saw that the, uh, her cells were immune to every other kind of cancer. Her cells are being used in cancer research to this day. That was in the 50s when they found that out about her just maybe five years ago or something like that, the American medical, uh, medical system sent an apology to the family for the billions of dollars that they have made off of sales harvested from that woman and not a dime. Yep. That seems like integral information to teach kids about how America fucks over people <laughs> and, and tries to transcend it. Yeah. And I would hope that <clears throat> While doing that, they would change people's hearts too. Uh, you so crunchy. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm I, I would like. To, I would like to see that also. I would like to see that also. I'm all for the history also, but I'm all also for some mental and emotional balance. Um, I'm all for yeah. I'm all for different methods of bringing a little balance to the system. Um, I would like to see that too. Factored in with all the education as well. Because I'm just saying that because that is something that I personally have experience with helping. Um, so I, once again, I'm coming from my own experience, but uh, 
I'm just saying that's also, I would like to add factors in of that also. So I'm like adding on like that. That's I'll teach the curriculum. You know, when do I start? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm only asking for like a 40, a measly $40,000 a year. I can survive off that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so I don't know about y'all just to tie this back into the original subject of do y'all care about all these gestures from celebrities? I don't know if y'all saw the, uh, the Chappelle special that he let out today. Um, uh, no, I'm just, not familiar. Damn. So yeah, he 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 let out a like half hour uh set that he did in Ohio with a, a with a, a a crew of other comedians and whatnot of a open open space socially distanced show. Uh, I believe it it's it's considered the first live show in the midst of Corona. Uh as far as uh, mm-hmm. stateside. And so um it was it was brilliantly done. It had its moments of comedy, but it was definitely uh, it was definitely a heavy set because he's just talking about how the current situations are hitting him. But he he made this brilliant point of that of something that he's been saying in this comedy forever. Me and Adam always talk about where's Ja and uh, Don Lemon. <laughs> Don Lemon came to him sideways talking about why aren't more celebrities talking up because you know Don Lemon has been accepted by the black community for all of like five days and so now he's really standing on his pedestal and uh he's like he uh he I guess he named Dave Chappelle among them as if his work hasn't been speaking to the situ- this, these situations for for forever and yeah. so he he said why uh he said something to the effect of of course I'm paraphrasing why would I stand in the way of the streets speaking up for themselves because I'm a celebrity? No one is check. No one wants to hear from fucking you, celebrities. You're saying Chappelle's response was that, right? Yes, that said. was Chappelle's okay. response to it. Okay. Uh, is that why, why no one wants to hear from celebrities right now? And I agree with that sentiment. I'm asking y'all if y'all do. I agree with that. I, I, like, you, he said, "I'm sorry. No one, no one really wants to hear the celebrities what they have to no, say. No, no, no one, no one, no one needs to hear uh, uh, celebrity solidarity. People are trying to hear what is actually being done toward change. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely prioritize that over a celebrity yeah. endorsement of or whatever a celebrity solidarity. Honest, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I." I I agree and I disagree because just the amount of influence that celebrities have and and how, you know, I think that needs to be addressed. People don't need to follow them as gods, but at the same time, that influence is is a powerful thing. Yeah. So that, because I always say, I always say like the music is like the number one influencer of people. Mm-hmm. Especially, um, I don't know if it's just where we from, but it's probably like that, you know, o- across the globe. Just probably. because the amount of influence they have is like everybody, and I always use Jay Z as an example for some reason. But <laughs> anybody they follow, like they they always they say they say trends are over. They tell you when to grow up, like four for four. Like hmm. people wasn't really thinking about <laughs> being grown, <laughs> and every all of a sudden, like dang Jay Z, like was is talking about doing Investment. it this way. Like yeah, yeah like 
I mean, oh yeah, you got to be on your suit tie shit now. Damn, yeah, right. Like no more, <laughs> no more throwbacks yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, it just make you realize how much influence, like the slang, like people want to be considered savages and killers when they don't, they don't really live that lifestyle. And it's like, they have to realize how much influence they have. I think that's, that's one major aspect of that. Like, yeah, no, I would, yeah, that, that can't be missed like during that, during this whole thing. Yeah. I would say if, as long as it's, uh, it feels sincere, I'm all for support. As long as it feels sincere, I guess these days it's tougher. It's tougher more challenging to kind of decipher or distinguish what is and isn't sincere or an endorsement or trying to get followers or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, and I, I, I can, I, I respect that perspective. Absolutely. I guess my thing is, as I said earlier, your solidarity without action or some sort of action, uh, uh, whether, you know, sure you can go out, be on the front lines of a protest. Personally, I'm like, if your if your whole form of action is I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a, a clip together video with eight of the celebrities who talk about how I'm going to potentially be uh, on my movie sets now. Yeah, I don't, Man, I, don't I, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You know how they do those commercials and it's all black and white and they all take turns. Literally, that is that video. <laughs> okay. Literally, like, that's, like, that's what I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm against that because I I automatically tune it out like they reading something they do it on yeah. your own platform man I don't want to yeah. see that I don't want to see mm-hmm. that man it just feels it. mad corny too like, I thought I yeah, was crunchy just, I thought I was super, crunchy so <laughs> damn it's super corny is <laughs> is it look mad rehearsed is like yo don't do that man just 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 get on your live and say this, something I want to see receipts I want to see receipts I want to see you go um not. Because fuck, fuck if you think it's fucking affirmative action or some shit. There's plenty of capable people in Hollywood that if 90% of your production staff is white, you should see there's a fucking problem. If, 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 if uh, what is it? Even with that fake promotion, uh, I don't know if y'all, uh, Adam put it in the group chat. I probably shouldn't have said uh, that you did, but um, <laughs> about uh, Pornhub. <laughs> Porn, uh, there was a there was a fake there was a fake porn hub talking about for the next like week and a half we're only putting out uh we're only um allowing ebony porn to be shown now <laughs> is that racist yes because black folks be referred to as ebony is racist in itself <laughs> the other side of that damn is, i actually didn't know that like that particular thing Think about it. When's the last time you heard somebody black be like, yo, we ebony and proud? Like, never. <laughs> <laughs> it's never, it's never <laughs> black folks have never referred to themselves as ebony with the even even that song, that's Ebony true. and Ugly, I'm pretty sure was sung by a white man. And so <laughs> um, I mean ebony does mean black, I'm, but at the same time they always they always trying to you know get to the source and see what else you can say. <laughs> <What like>. <laughs> <laughs> I only bring that up because I'm like, only way I find that to be some sort of legitimate solidarity is if you told me that um, every actress w- with high views or whatever during that time is going to receive some money, sure, because that money is going to Black people in mm-hmm. some capacity. That, yeah. that to me yeah. is, is the solidarity. That would be nice, man. I guess we can't finish this or we can't 
go too much further without saying what the hell are we doing about it. I mean, I can. I make, I've made donations to different organizations, to some bond funds for protesters. I'm doing a food drive tomorrow, helping to uh, host a um, protest meditation situation. Like, oh shit. Well, that's just I'm, me. I, I'm not trying to like. Are you talking I'm, about what are we doing to to what exactly? Well, I mean, we we are we are commenting on what we would like to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I can't I can't play the devil's advocate with myself without asking what. No, what I'm I asking like you. What I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking. What was the question? Like, what are we doing? Uh, combat, like, like what exactly to contribute? Uh, what to contribute? contribute or, I, yeah, I mean, I'm responding to what we're talking about. Like, uh, what I uh, the I think the original question was: You said, "Are we are we tired? How do we feel about celebrity solidarity or folks coming out yeah, to, yeah. Try to, to try to support?" Oh, uh, okay. So, so what like, I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, for me, in that regard, I'm, I guess you could say I'm not really doing much of anything, but at the same time, but but I, mean, you, I don't. You just told the story, man. You you that's that's the biggest thing yeah. in my book. Mm-hmm. To me, the biggest thing you can do is 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 affect the people around you that might not they think is okay to be that way, right. or they might not understand why it's harmful. You change somebody's life. Yeah. It, whether whether he want to admit it or not, yeah. in his psyche, he thinking about it. Yeah, and he, and he know that's not right. And not everybody has to do broad shit. No, I was, just, all means, I, I was yeah. just asking. Yeah, not I, like I'm, all means all power to people who are on the front lines. And oh, yeah, definitely. All, but that's not everybody. That's not everybody's route. I uh, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody recently about. Um, like discomfort and how, because uh, because the, the person was talking to me and saying like, can you believe? Well, and I I agreed with her. She was saying because a, a lot of businesses are like, let's say, whoever the bosses of the business that are sending emails, letting everybody and all the employees know, I am I, I I am you know we do not condone any racism or discrimination of any kind, and we are in support and solidarity of all of our minorities and all of our employees of equal opportunity, blah, blah, blah. A lot of businesses are doing that. I've gotten several emails. A lot of people I know have gotten emails from their companies reminding them that they're in support, blah, blah, blah. And somebody was like, yo, how could you, like, she said she she couldn't believe that they didn't come up, that, that they didn't also add any action plans. Right. Like action points. And I agree, but I think part of it to, to link it back to what Marcus was saying about Adam and him telling the story is even being willing to be, to have that uncomfortable, to like address your own discomfort of why you're like, why you're even uncomfortable with talking about it or, or speaking to somebody of the opposite race and wanting to get to know them and just understand and hear their story a little bit more. Uh, just addressing your own discomfort yeah. To be able to well, be able to move on, and and then you might be inspired. I don't even know if you can be inspired until you address your own discomfort on a particular topic. I don't know if you can be as inspired to move if you're still if you're still if you're still taking half steps. So I think I'm kind of relating that back to. I think that's kind of what you were doing, Adam, is is uh, addressing something in that way, still making a move, you know, a fruitful yeah. move. 
And that's that's all I got on that, y'all. Somebody else take it away. <laughs> um, there was one more. Oh, uh, question. Uh, uh, subject we can round out with uh, from Brother Johnson. Uh, with all the newfound support for Black folks being treated like human beings by cops, do you think Juneteenth is in danger? Juneteenth is around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of black, a lot uh, too many black folks just just finding out what the fuck Juneteenth even is, <laughs> bro. <laughs> once again, once, once, no, I'm in Atlanta. I got I, I know, I know a little bit. I do, <laughs> but um, uh, I don't. Do you, I, you said the question is, do you do we still think it's happening? Like it's gonna happen? Do, do you, uh, let, let me be clear about what the question is. I, I'll I'll read it again. Uh. With where to go? Ah, there it is. Uh, with all the newfound support of black folks being treated like human beings by cops, do you think Juneteenth is still in danger of being exploited by the American capitalistic machine? I'm just just to kick it off and say yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> there, there isn't. I mean, there just isn't a thing where people want where people won't jump at the opportunity to make money from. Like mm -hmm. there's like, there's so many cultural things that are now like big business. Uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is yoga. Um, and it's absolutely no disrespect to yoga people, <laughs> but it's like, it, you know, it, Yogis. it's yogis. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So like it, and it, from my understanding, it's great for you, but it, like, as we know, it started, I think in India, India? in the East, yeah. in the East. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say the, the East sounds <laughs> mystic, <laughs> but, um, it's, and, and, and that's fine. It's nothing wrong with, you know, it's nothing wrong with learning, you know, it's a good thing to learn about other coaches, but I mean, let's just be honest. It definitely, was taken and then it exploded. Like, yeah, I, I highly doubt that people in India are making the type of money some <laughs> yoga teachers are making in Los Angeles. I just I don't believe that. No, um, I would agree not, with you. Not to, <laughs> yeah, and and that's and that's really just even like the broader uh uh like a watered down version of yoga. When I even get into like particular sex of yoga, whether that uh uh I'm not even gonna act like I know the names. Um but like <laughs> yeah I thought you were about to pull one out. I was like I was like what? Oh wait in, in real life I'm I was, in support. I was, I was about to say uh Bharatanatyam, which is Indian dance and not yoga. And so that's all I was like, nope, don't sound like a dumbass here. Uh, uh, <laughs> this will be on YouTube. Uh, we'll be telling about <laughs> but no um uh I, I used to know some names I just don't remember. But um, but even like acro yoga, like acro yoga is a big thing, has a large community and all of that. And but it's highly dominated by white people and by capitalism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just I wish I was the founder of yoga. I wish I was the creator of yoga pants. I'd be a fucking billionaire right now. You would yeah. Bikram. Damn. That was the word I was thinking of. Bikram yoga. Oh, oh. yoga. <laughs> yeah. But, Have you guys uh, ever heard of goat yoga? Bro, can, yo, okay. I was actually about to say that. When, when I was in Washington, when I was in Washington, Woofing, one of the things we helped put on, because the lady had goats, 
was this thing called this this new term that I had never heard of was called goat yoga. I could not fucking believe it, yo. It's just it, goats around while you do it. I mean, it went terrible. Okay. <laughs> it went There's no baby goats. Yeah, and people have, and yes, and you, and, you, and you put little baby goats on your back sometimes. They like to jump on your back and they'll jump off and just be playing around under you. I don't know what your focus level is during all yeah. this. Yeah, like, <laughs> but, uh, that's the whole point is to to not think about hey. goats. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> yo. I don't know. I, I remember being blown away. And then I actually have heard, I've listened to several uh, mystics, if you will, mm-hmm. who like, who, who like grew up and cause I mean, yoga brought back, not that I know everything, but I do, I'm familiar a little bit enough about to know that several, it came from the East and I mean, a long, I mean, a long time ago. I don't know when it originally, but I know it was happening as early as like the fifties or sixties or probably even before that people coming to the West trying to introduce um, forms of yoga. And you're right, Josh, there was, it was a lot of, a lot of watering down because their joints and stuff just weren't ready. Like they weren't ready. I think, I think they weren't ready for the intense conditioning that it takes to, Mm -hmm. to get your joints ready for that. So they Mm -hmm. watered it down. Um, And I've, I've listened on YouTube specifically to different yogis who grew up in India and then came to America to teach some yoga. And then what he saw, what he discovered when he's like reading shit about like goat yoga and like yoga to, to look fit and look good again for that beach bod you can have in three months, mm. you know? Uh, mm. I'm, I'm sh- he, he said it made him want to cry. I mean, like sarcastically, but like he, one of those, yeah. like, are you, are, are you kidding me? Yo, this is not in any way how, how it originally was like offered it was an offering to the world for something much bigger, much different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So to wrap it all up, my point was, yes, I do believe Juneteenth, especially, <laughs> especially now that it's like, you know, that all of these companies, you know, have their, are planting their seeds, like um, a, a, a big company that is just phenomenal with marketing is Nike. Like kind of like, and I know I like Nike, I, you know, I like Nike, but uh, like, for example, when, when they did the Colin Kaepernick commercial, mm-hmm. couple, I don't know if it was two years ago, a year ago. I mean, yeah. that was just genius. That was a stroke of genius because mm. they did it on, it was a holiday weekend. I forgot which holiday it was, but it was a holiday weekend. Their stocks like shot up like, I don't know, X amount percent, like 5% over the weekend. Like it, it was just crazy. Like, it, and now, I mean, now that everyone else is doing it, you know, Nike can't be like the, the forerunner, but they put out something, something about it. I oh, know, I know what it was. They they right. made Juneteenth for holiday. They made it a holiday for their employees or something. Hmm. So now there's like people are gonna see them like, oh yeah, you know, y'all see Nike. Let's go buy some Nikes because they did this thing that they, doesn't. They even down with the cause. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And like I said, I, I don't. I like Nike, but they are really good at marketing black people. <laughs> one, one thing I, I agree with you. I think I think capitalism is definitely gonna get some claws into Juneteenth. Uh, with with merch, all I want to implore people to do is, if you're looking for Juneteenth merch, go look for black suppliers. Yeah, I go feel like find that. like yeah, find yeah. some people around you that are selling some Juneteenth stuff. I had an old student hit me up uh, with a design she made, and she was like, "Would you buy this?" And I, uh, and it was a Juneteenth T-shirt that she was trying to sell, and I was like, "You know what? Yeah, I would." 
that 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 appeals to my sensibilities. And so I'm like, yo, just like find in, in that same way that uh, everybody hoped you uh, when you went to go buy your kente cloth for uh, Black Panther, and you <laughs> we hope that you bought it from uh, uh, bought it from somebody black and not Amazon like uh, like what's a, what's a face uh, intern did this past weekend. Uh, what's her name? Nancy Pelosi. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, picturing. Go support all your airbrush artists. That's the right. <laughs> Dougie, give them a give them a break from their R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, make them do something, something relevant. Go go support some go support some black suppliers. Go support That's a black funny. business. There's too many black businesses that uh, and. And too many people finally starting to be like, you know, oh, you know, I'm trying to shift all my products to be from black owned companies or whatnot. If it's any time to do it, Juneteenth should definitely be the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Marco, y'all got any feelings on this? Uh, I, I, I would echo Adam's sentiments. I mean, if you look at hip hop, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I can, I, I can stop there. Look at hip hop. Yeah, that's a big one. Right there. But uh, but I I feel like uh, it it makes if it makes business sense in the big machines' eyes, then they'll take it. I don't think that's ever gonna change at this point. Hmm. Um, unless there's some large collapse of some industry of the financial, which is that that might be possible, but <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't see that changing. They're going to exploit everything that people stand behind. And it's our job to to see if it's genuine or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even if we, even if we never find out, like, it's still probably just easier to support whoever you know is, is I want to say deserving, but I guess that's kind of the word, like, um, you want to reward people with with good intentions or businesses with good good um business practices. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that'll ever change about about any. I don't think they're gonna stop because exploiting any financial thing because of any reason. Like you see, you see that that's that uh. Spiritual growth is is monetized. Uh, everything that you could think of is it has another side to it of of ex- exploitation. So, yeah, I got a quick question to y'all uh, in regards to this. Do you think or I, you might have already answered this, Marco? But uh, do you think it's possible for those two things to have a balanced marriage? Those two things to have a marriage or a a well-intentioned marriage. I guess you kind of did answer a little bit like in, in regards to us uh, being able to decipher which one we find to be more sincere when, when the two meet. When the, when, when, when the commercial machine finds any particular movement and is it, do you think it's possible? I'm just asking, uh, it just popped up. Uh, I think it's, poss- it, it's possible, yeah. but the the issue usually is the way to keep it balanced is finding uh finding suppliers who are of that culture 
to support. And usually what ends up happening is um, larger, usually white, white run companies or people who are just uh, in higher financial standing, get a hold of, get a hold of those things, find some way to make it, make a lot more and to make it cheaper. And, or and they could publicize it better. To another thing, uh, another thing that always happens is they end up selling it to, like Josh said, mm. they end up selling it to a bigger thing, a bigger and, it, and it becomes yeah. something else. Yeah, that's, that's and, yeah. and 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 I think the only thing that can stop that is is the passion within your mission, like like a uh, Fubu or whatever. Like we all know how, what happened with them. They they was doing good, mm-hmm. and they was doing so good that. I mean, it's called for us by us, mm-hmm. yeah. And that that like it's kind of ironic <laughs> that it was is is not for us or by us. <laughs> so, just, and I don't even know if it's still around, but it's just it's just funny. That's a great example. I mean, of, of Damon I Damon is still a highly wealthy cap uh, venture capitalist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's still That's around. Yeah, man. This this whole I think one of the, it just shows one of the practical, not that it has to be this way, but one of the practical points of business is to stay in business. So like that's hmm. I mean, that money is gonna always it seems like the money is always gonna take or future opportunities to make more money or assets are gonna take precedence or take priority, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think we got a whole week. I know we talked about a few episodes back about about the threshold that we give to to black businesses and stuff like that. Like, um, but I was about to say like we gotta hold them accountable, mm-hmm. but at the same mm-hmm. time we gotta we gotta give them some sort of uh Grace. room for growth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that I think the social like oftentimes we we focus only on like what the business entity's social responsibility is, and I think that could be the people's social responsibility towards the business is, is to give them some leeway, some room to grow, and then critique them. You know? Yeah, give them room to grow, and if you if you can offer them help, do that too. Yeah. If it's a thing, if it's a thing of like you know, you go if if you know that you are great with uh, um, uh, customer service and you are dealing with a company that ain't great about customer service, be like, yo, let me help this out because I feel like y'all could have more business if you deal with this thing. Let me show yeah. you my references. Let me show you what I've done in my past, so I can help this business to thrive. But that's just me, man. It's been a fun one, y'all. Yeah. This has been a fun one. This has been a fun one. Sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, 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 even with even with the various heavy thoughts or uh, uh, and what have you, I, I I do think having this platform to be able to hash these things, hash out these thoughts is is just it's doing wonders for at least my mental health uh, because I get to say these thoughts outside of my head that have been somewhat processed, but probably not all the way. So yeah, just yeah. good to bounce those off of y'all. Yeah. Especially when we're not yeah. allowed to really see or talk. You can talk to people, but you're not allowed to like see people. And even though I can do this with other people, you know, 
I got this love for y'all. I'm here with y'all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can be anywhere, anywhere else, else in the world right now. <laughs> Somebody else gonna say that. <laughs> I'm here with you. Uh, yo, um, we uh, we we got we actually got an email uh, from another from another guest, but we we want uh, we want to make sure we do some more research before we get into. Uh, they they hit they hit us with them 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 full sacks them. <laughs> <laughs> Them, them heavy, them heavies. And so, come on, man. We on the hot seat. They put us on the hot seat. And so I was like, you know what? That because you sent that to us like two days before we recorded, we can't hit that just yet. You know, we got we to gotta warm yeah. that up. Yeah. I got I to gotta flick that beam before I stick it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we got to go ahead and mark that one as unread. Mark, yeah, mark that one as unread for a week. <laughs> <laughs> but we we want th- we want to thank y'all for uh for joining us for another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast. Um, by all means, if you want to pose questions or thoughts, feedback of any sort to us, uh, you can email us at informallyhonestpodcast at gmail dot com. I'm gonna spell it. Although I figure if you are listening to us at this point, you probably know how to spell it. So uh, just for in just in case, uh, inform. I L L Y honest podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at the informally honest podcast. And we own, we own that by the way. Mm. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, right. Don't we, try we, that. We, don't try that. We, we, we don't own it. Don't, don't be trying to come for us. You know how much money we making. <laughs> Web, <laughs> website is in the works and you can catch us on uh, IG. That's Instagrams uh, at informally honest we love y'all we appreciate y'all gi stand up uh peace <laughs> oh oh yeah. of course we got I, I, don't, I almost forgot to say the tagline uh but we informal you know it's a <laughs> That's an excuse for everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are four brothers uh that pride ourselves on having uh ample and supportive conversation rooted in being forthright vulnerable and most of all everybody's like <laughs> count this way honest yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thank you care y'all thanks for listening